Welcome to Atomic Moms, a modern parenting podcast about the joys and complexities of caring for our children and ourselves. I'm Ellie Noss, and since 2014, we've been celebrating and commiserating with world-class experts, best-selling authors, and parents around the world. Hi, everybody. I have Adam Stekiel sitting across from me. Hello. It's Friday evening, and we're in our fancy podcast studio, and you just brought a flea in here. I didn't, Yeah, I did bring a flea, but I also brought... This podcast is brought to you by Dr. Ben's Paws and Claws Original Formula. It's a cedar spray. It's all natural. Uh, and I just spray it on my body occasionally to uh, kill the fleas that land on me. We have a problem, people. But first, let's start with Michigan. <laughs> so we just spent, what, three weeks? Three and a half. Three and a half weeks in northern Michigan. It wasn't enough time. We were cottage hopping. As many of you know, we met in a bar in L.A., but he was wearing a Detroit Tigers baseball cap. And I said, you know, I've spent every summer of my life up in northern Michigan. My grandparents met at a lake up there. Adam was like, yeah, my family's had a cottage in northern Michigan for 100 years, too. It's a Michigan thing. I mean, it's you're from Texas, so it's thing. different. But for people in Michigan up well, north, and I'm sure people better. in Minnesota or Canada, but yeah. up north is a thing. It's like, you have, you know, most people live downstate. Uh, I was from the Detroit area, and then you know, you back in the day, people Before would have all a the cottage. unions. That was the not to get weird destroyed. and historical, but yeah, that was kind of the thing. Is all the you know the auto workers? It was such a great union that people could afford to have a home, and then they'd have a, a cottage up north, and they'd take their family, and they had a boat, and it was great. And uh, it's not like that anymore. Both but. of our families have a hard time letting go, so we luckily both have these very, very old family homesteads. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we went, so we got to experience Northern Michigan with both sets of our families. It was delightful. Oh, well, we got Eliza baptized. That, that was, was exciting. exciting. Yeah. Sabrina drank the holy water. No big deal. Oh my gosh. Everybody. Had a great laugh. This Such a proud was ridiculous. So where Adam's family cottage is, some of you saw on Instagram, the weird video of me going down the staircase into the water. It's so cold. That was where Adam's family's cottage is. And I think you go six generations back there. Is that right? Mm-hmm. And there's a Methodist church there. And so we wanted to get Eliza baptized there while Adam's entire family was present. And luckily, my mom and my stepfather made such a crazy, amazing, Herculean effort to make it for the baptism. I mean, we're talking about like my stepfather flew from Dallas and then drove hours to get there. And my mother had been packing up. Everyone knows that my grandmother passed away. My mother was packing up her place in Chicago and was able to drive up in time for the baptism. Circle of life. Circle of life was a beautiful thing. And actually, a listener pointed out that in one of my pictures on Instagram, there's a little green dot. And she asked if we had lost anyone. Um, That's so beautiful. I'm going to be the first one to have the hot take that our relatives are not showing up in Instagram. That if they're going to come back and visit us, they didn't. It's it wasn't not on, be on Instagram. Instagram. It was in a photo. Where was the photo? On my phone, and then I put it on Instagram. <laughs> okay. According to this listener, it was a nature spirit, and I think it was Nana because the next week we um, had our ceremony for her, and 
even if it wasn't Nana, it was definitely a nature spirit because Sabrina was one with nature. Yeah, it was 100% a nature spirit. It was crazy. Earlier that day, before the green spot in the photo... Just you can call it a nature we're, we're spirit. Gonna talk I think about, scientifically, that's probably what it was. We're going to talk about this bizarre thing that happens in the little community where your family cottage is. Uh, they do turtle races. Frog toad and turtle races. Yeah. It's great and beautiful and hilarious. There's an old hotel there. And in the hotel square, every week, all the kids go out and they catch, you know, the night before, they catch a frog, a toad, or a turtle. And then they bring it on that day. And then, you know, somebody stands in the middle of this little circle where they have like a statue of a kid riding a turtle. And it say, they say, small toads. And everyone brings up the small toads they caught. And then they let them race. And they race to the edge of the circle. And then everyone, they get a ribbon. And then they release the toads. And then probably catch the same toads next week. Mm-hmm. And do it all over again. So Sabrina... Wanted to catch a turtle. Yes. Her cousins, that are boys... I, I love how I have to make this like a gender wars thing. I know. I can tell the story is going to get... Less, way more socially important, but less interesting. <laughs> I mean, even though <laughs> there's so many landmines. Um, <laughs> I, your father has like a kickboard thing. That's a weird way to describe what it. What is it? Yeah. You stand on this board it's and you do this weird little paddle. paddle board, but you work it with your feet. It's you actually it quite cool. It's like got a handle. It's fun. It feels like a 90s like jazzercise thing. Um, you dad, don't have a. My dad's feelings are so hurt right now. <laughs> My dad's really emotionally you know, connected you to know his what things. It's like it's like <laughs> infomercial of like a stairmaster that you could do while sitting. It's like a little stepper. But, you, but it's on the water. Anything, standing, anything you can ride. It's like a paddle boat. Who doesn't love a good paddle boat? A standing love paddle, paddle boat. boats. So Sabrina was sitting on the paddle boat, and we had a net. And mind you, in this river, there are very, very, very large turtles. Like gigantic turtles. I mean, well, for Michigan, they're not. We're not talking Easter Island tortoises here. <laughs> they're really big, but they're really smart, and they're all hiding on logs far away from <laughs> where these I are can. Jurassic Park turtles, guys. <laughs> I tried to pedal over to them, and we got caught up in the trees, like that were overhanging. Maybe the turtles aren't water. smart, but the people well, trying to catch you, them. Let me tell you, I knew that. Um, for all of women, I needed to get a turtle for Sabrina since her male cousins came up short. I saw a turtle floating in the water. It looked like it was covered in mud. I said, Sabrina, hey, do you want to see a dead turtle? And she said, yeah, mom, <laughs> I want to see a dead turtle. So I like pedaled over um, and then I saw it was moving. And so I got the net and I scooped up this little baby turtle and we pedaled it back to shore, and we were like, we got a turtle! I'm also feeling guilty because I've taken the turtle probably away from its family that who knows where it was anyway. But the turtle was alive, and the turtle was a snapping turtle. Snapper. It was the only snapping turtle in the race. Sabrina took really good... And the good good news was the other turtles in its... You've never seen them run so fast. (laughs) (laughs) World records across the board in the small turtle category. Sabrina was so proud of her turtle that she named it Travers. That's right. Travers, her snapping turtle. And it was so funny because she would just, she showed it, like we had a fish tank or something. She was putting, she was taking such good care of it. And she would just show this turtle off. And just like the people's expression, they would like, be, they would like 
like lean into the tank like, oh, that's so, oh, that's a snapper. Yeah, that's a snapper. They're very, for those of you who don't know, like they're distinctly, they look like turtles, but they look like prehistoric. They look like dead turtles. No, they just have like, they have dinosaur sort of shells. Yeah, they don't look like shiny, pretty green shells. They look like the rampage version of a turtle. Yeah. 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 Um, people are wondering what's Rampage. Rampage is a movie. They're not wondering. It made a lot of money internationally. So <laughs> your Chinese audience definitely knows what I'm talking about. I feel like only Atomic Moms know. I know. I know. Because they're loyal to the family, not just to Atomic Moms, but to all of us in the Steakill household. Uh, I am. I hope you get good residual checks. Okay. Moving on. So the turtle, though, Travers, he felt such a bond with Sabrina that the two times... Travers raced. He little he scurried. What do turtles do? They don't scurry. What do they do? They walk slowly. He slogged his way back to Sabrina both times, which was bizarre. These turtles aren't going towards a person. She had a weird connection with this turtle. I promise you. And then a week later, she's fishing. Uh, My cousin Wells is teaching her how to fish. That girl caught like twelve fish. Off the dock. Yeah, she may have caught the same fish 12 times. No, I took pictures. They were different sizes. My uncle came outside and he's like, nobody's ever caught that many fish. Like in the entire hundred years we've been coming up here. It was crazy. I have always thought she was like, oh my God, I forgot about the chipmunk. And then Willie, the chipmunk. Okay, so when I was little, there was a chipmunk and I would feed him out of my hand with peanuts. And what are you laughing at? I'm just imagining that he had a peanut allergy. I was an only child. I had no friends. Yeah. <laughs> and we can't make jokes about peanut allergies. You should know our crowd. That wasn't a joke. That was, uh, that's it's why a very I said serious it. Issue. I know. And that's why I said it, because I thought it was a little insensitive that you would just <laughs> wantonly toss peanuts at this poor animal who had you no way of knowing or communicating any potential allergies he would have had. To be fair, it was a... I'm very uh, anti-peanut, to be honest, just in general. Like, I don't think it's a great food. I think it's a little it overrated. It was a nut mix, and we ate all the chocolate parts. Got it. Okay, it. so even better. The <laughs> the other food that is pretty much known to harm animals. So, yeah. No, so anyway. Hilarious. Um. Anyway, I said, Sabrina, oh, my God, there's this chipmunk. And he, we would sit down outside on the deck, and he would just stare up at us. It was a really weird thing. And I said, you know, I used to feed Willie. So she thought it could be Willie, and I didn't want to tell her how old I was. So I was like, yeah, it probably is Willie. You um, want to tell how old you were? Yeah, because I didn't want to be like, Willie would not have survived. No, I'm I get so the implications. The I'm just like, that you, yeah. yeah, okay, got it. So that girl was so focused. For over two hours, she sat there, and she would, like, sprinkle the nuts and wait. And then he would come over and eat a few and then leave. And then we'd get distracted and go away, and then he'd get a bunch of them and he'd leave again. Finally, he came up to her. I guess he was full, or maybe he didn't like our nut mix. He came up to her, and he came all the way onto her fingers, <laughs> but didn't take any more nuts. He just rested there for a second, and then he scurried off. That's so crazy. I think my listener was onto something. I think there was a nature spirit. You're looking at me with bug eyes. Uh, My craziness isn't hurting anyone else. I'm not telling people to go do things 
you know, that would get us in legal trouble. I'm just saying I felt connected. There's something about Northern Michigan. I'm telling you. There's something about Northern Michigan. I do. And I do love a great photographic nature spirit as much as the next person. (laughs) Okay. Moving on. Okay. Moving on. So the podcast room, my husband's legs, and all of our house smells like cedar. Uh, This relates to Michigan because at my family's cottage, there's like cedar chest. And so everything, basically everything at the cottage either smells like cedar. You should love the smell of cedar. Or it smells. Yeah, and they have a cedar closet. Um, So it smells like cedar or it smells like mothballs. Yeah. That's a real. Mothballs. Mothballs are a big thing in northern Michigan, and people should know that, that I have a feeling they are not good for you. Right. Well, I think those mothballs were probably put there in, like, 1942. So it even worse. Changed. But it yeah. smells so bad. You, like, yeah. wipe your face on a towel at good old mothballs at my family I cottage. like the smell of mothballs, again, for nostalgic reasons. Really? Yeah, just because it smells like my childhood. It doesn't just, like, scream of cancer? Uh, it does. See, I mean, this is where I start peddling my... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> no, I know. Unscientific. This is gonna be who knows? Beef, beef trial ex- 2.0. The, yeah. the mothball lobby is going to come after you. Uh, uh, anyway, so now we've brought a little Michigan back with that. And um, our dog was with us in Michigan, and we came home, and we'd been gone for three and a half weeks. We let him outside in the backyard, and he gets attacked by fleas. And not just any, I mean, hundreds of fleas. Hundreds of fleas. Fleas, fascinating creatures, fleas. What you don't know is that. They what what happens is is if there's one or two in your backyard or you know and you don't know it and then you re- take the dog away, you remove their food supply. They will continue to reproduce or basically lay eggs, but the eggs don't hatch. So all I do is I lay eggs, lay eggs, lay eggs, lay eggs, until an animal returns. And the way that they are cued is by anything that exhales carbon dioxide. Dog comes out, lays a sprinky, stinky breath in the yard. And it was just the hatch fest. Literally hundreds of thousands of them hatched instantly. Uh, big birthday party for all those little fleas in the backyard. Uh, it's a it's a flea circus. It's a flea circus. Flea Olympic Village. A lot of humping, just like the Olympic <laughs> Village. Um, those, so, so, yeah, we had a flea infestation in our backyard. Uh, that we managed to, you know draw a line and not let them like infest the house thank god because that's that'd be a mess adam would like strip every clothes. time you go in the backyard whoever went out had to take their clothes off immediately throw them in hot water and detergent so, take so, a shower and now i carry around this dr ben's original formula pausing our clause, children oil have been spray. cooped up i mean they leave the house they just don't go in the backyard yeah yeah, and they, we go swimming. It's under control now. There's like one little area. Oh, you there's just, an animal. Just started, you got when you're about to go down like a flea shame spiral. Like I don't want people to think we have fleas. Uh, it's pretty gross. I'm you, I think our I would girlfriend judge Sarah, people. who was on the podcast, yeah, uh, real estate agent and dear friend, friend of the pod. Isn't that your show? You get they always say friend yeah, of the pod. Friend of the pod. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um. She was like, I've never heard of that ever. Fleas. Like that many fleas. That's what I mean. It's gross. I would judge someone who had fleas. Also, I know that you, if you knew someone had fleas or any parasite in their home, even if it was years ago, you'd like be nervous. Like you'd be like, we all got to wash our clothes after we went into that house. They had fleas two years ago. So I internalized that. can't wait until we get lice. Right. Lice would be a problem for you. Bed bugs. We'd have to like sell the house, basically. I'll just move into a hotel. It'll be but forever. Fine. I feel like you. That's what I'm saying. Is that's I feel like my it sticks dream. With you. Eloise. Yeah. Whatever makes you happy makes me happy. Mm-hmm. 
Our baby just had her first birthday. That was great. It was a great day. It was a great day. Yeah. That was crazy. Yeah. It goes by so fast with the second one. Sure does. I remember in baby class for Sabrina, uh, the teacher recommended having one friend per year on Earth. So for Eliza's first birthday, she had one friend, and that friend was her older sister, Sabrina. And it was a great birthday. Sabrina and I decorated for it. Adam made it made a cobbler. A cobbler because Eliza's two favorite foods by a million miles are blueberries and peaches. This kid loves blueberries and peaches in a way that you possibly can't understand until you see her eat blueberries and peaches. So we made her a peach blueberry cobbler. It was very sweet. It was a great birthday. It was great. Um... You know, coming back from our trip the day before, I had been doing my interview with Emily Price, uh, my cousin's wife, who is a psychologist, and she specializes in anxiety. Um, And she was talking about how with her children living in New York City, she's trying to you know, give them a little more of a rain. Like, that doesn't, Adam's like, you're not speaking English. Okay, so. Longer leash. Longer leash? Sure. Longer rain. Loosen the reins? Loosen the reins? Yeah. Loosen the reins. So she was sharing how she'll count to five before she intervenes because sometimes, what? A little long, five. A lot can happen in five. That's what I said to her. This is her method. It's working for her. Good on you. I think the universe was listening to that conversation we had in that minivan because the next day, Eliza fell on her head and I had to take her to the ER after Adam saw me surrounded by cops. That was hilarious. To to clarify that, I had stayed on the plane they we got were, off the okay. plane. We were on the longest flight of our lives well, you can't with our one-year-old. Yeah, we can't. I hate that. But you can't go back and because that's a long I'm story, too. I'm just saying. Too. It was a terrible was flight. A terrible flight. There was People a woman in front us. of me who hated me. And I hated her. And that's having why the a baby. circle was beautiful. I, was, I just wanted to say out loud, give all the dirty looks you want, lady. Give Eliza, my sweet little Eliza, all the dirty looks you want. She is not going to shut up. You're not going to stifle this girl's voice, okay? Everyone else on the plane loved us, even though she was out of her mind. She sat on some stranger's lap in the back. It was great. That woman was an asshole, though. The person I, right I in front so of us. Bad. I tried to I say want... it with my eyes to her, but I wanted to say it with my mouth. But then I didn't like hearing that you were giving her dirty looks, because then I thought maybe that's part of why she was giving me dirty no, looks. No, I gave her three hours of... Uh, three hours... Of us working our ass off to to entertain Eliza and keep her happy and to sort of, you know, go, oh, they're trying. And She's she never did. Baby. And so we after all, three hours, I sort of gave her the this. look like, go F yourself, ma'am. Why are you saying ma'am? That sounded sexist. Go F yourself, person. Yeah, that's better. Got it. I was furious, mostly because she was my age and it felt like. On my, I don't know. There was something she wasn't, extra. Uh, she wasn't the kid having type. You can tell. Can you tell that? You can tell that when someone like is 
angry about a one-year-old, not even crying, just being loud. Well, now I feel like I have to defend this person because maybe she was, no, I can't. I can't even defend her. Because I was going to say, maybe it was her first time away from her kid. And so she was like, maybe it was her first time on earth. Or maybe it was her honeymoon. I don't care. It was crazy. I would get it if it was private. If you don't want to deal with that. If it was a red eye, I get it. If you have your laptop open and it looks like you're working really hard on something, I get it. If you're watching an Aubrey Plaza movie direct-to-TV thing, I don't get it. I don't get no, it. I get it because she's a bit of a mumbler I and so it's hard to hear. I smiling and saying I was sorry. And anyway, I blame her for the fact that I dropped my kid on her head. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And now we're back to that story. Well, I think, you know, it was good that we didn't have to wait at the baggage claim. Maybe she's right. Maybe she was giving us looks like, you guys are terrible parents. And then and I kept, she was you proved know, she right. really got under or my skin. Or maybe she was a witch and she cast a spell as we walked out that sent Eliza off balance and made her fall out of spite. Is that sexist? Why? That's because, No, that's because I'm reading Harry Potter. Oh, okay. I was thinking... Maybe her or her, the guy she was with, could have been a wizard. I don't know. Maybe. She was like, you should make, you should use your powers. And I'm not, I don't know. I'm not going to go down this witch path with okay. you. Okay. You're not, in, you never read Harry Potter. I feel like I, I get didn't, it. I didn't, but you're so impressed that she's worth a billion dollars. JK? Yeah. She's the goat. Absolutely. What is goat? Greatest of all time. That's a thing? Yeah. Clearly, no one's ever said that in reference to me. <laughs> well, it's hard to be the goat. There's no, you can only be, have, you have one in anything. It's like a sports person that's a goat there is a goat i mean you know like i don't want to get i don't i don't want to get divisive here but you know maybe tom brady he's probably the goat some people would say michael jordan some people would say lebron james you're gonna get a lot of tweets about that probably no i would say lebron and i grew up with michael jordan so okay anyway so bored right now couldn't uh, i've just hit two topics that literally if i threw in like bank accounts, then that alley would don't, fall asleep. Don't it's, even. I had that financial person on this show, Emma and Johnson. You, and you tried so hard after that to care. <laughs> I tried so hard. I was like, I go, Adam, listen to me. I had Emma Johnson on the podcast and she, oh, I read that book and you got to tell me everything because I feel like I'm a Oh, a lifetime movie waiting to happen. Yeah. We are going to break this down. And then down. I quickly devolved to like, me like, okay, no, I'd be glad to explain it to you. So, you know, there's a retirement account and then you obviously have a banking account. She was like, how much do we have? And I'm like, well, you know, it depends on the account. So she was like, just forget it. Just like, are we okay? And I'm like, yeah, we're okay. Okay, fine. And then Ellie left. I plead the fifth. It's so <laughs> not true. This is not what my children should be hearing someday. Bill, we're going to, we're going to, we'll teach them to be, I am Great. going to be financially literate. Custodians as soon as of I finances. figure out how to pay for this podcast. But I also think I do I'm want to say, be financially if I literate. message your listeners, it's, guys, let's get on Ellie to read Harry Potter. I feel like it's something she's missed out on. And and I, I believe in my heart that a lot of your listeners are just little Potter maniacs out there. And I think that we should get on Ellie. Let's hit her up on the gram. And I watched the one Harry Potter and it made me so sad because the old guy, Dumbledore, whatever, he was like stuck in another world. He was dead or something. And he and it was so sad. Now I sound just like Sabrina. Do you ever catch yourself sounding just like your child? And then you realize that when you think she's maybe she sounds sounds like like a weirdo. She actually sounds like you. Yeah. It's weird. Weird, man. 
Anyway. Anyway, I dropped my kid on her head. Yeah, you didn't Again. drop her. She, she was sitting down and she fell over because you were trying to protect rein the, the other, other one in. And it was fine. And she was totally fine. Although I walked off the plane with all of our luggage to find Ellie surrounded by cops. And that's how we got there. Well, to be fair, I had the cop call you, but your phone was still on airplane mode. Yeah, because yeah, I follow the rules. Oh my god! Checking my foot for a flea. Um, there was uh, they even I called the TSA person over because we were right by TSA, and I said my baby just fell on her. Like I, you got to get bring a doctor. Like I was, you guys might have said like call the medic. Is there a doctor in the house? <laughs> call the medic. So the medic, <laughs> two guys show up on bikes. Not that medics, was weird. Not medics. medics. I mean, but it makes bicycles. sense on bikes. I guess. So do you think they just ride bikes around the terminals? I don't. I feel like those weren't doctors. I'm going to be honest. Well, they made me fill out a police report. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know if I'll be parenting my children next week, but uh, we eventually got to the children's hospital after I dropped you off and Sabrina off. and um, A flea party. There was a flea party. Went to the emergency room just to get her skull. You know, I just wanted someone to feel her skull. Uh, and everything was she fine. She was fine. Also, this kid. But she, there was a bruise, so I was really worried. There was a bruise, but it was a face bruise. And I'm scared of internal bleeding, bruise. and I think of horrible things. Sure. Like what, I mean. Who doesn't? I think of like ski accidents and then people dying shortly thereafter. Yeah, of course. Absolutely. But this, she is, her favorite, she loves to, she's got that little car. You know, she's got one of those where you kind of, she sits in it, but can, she can move it with her feet like a Flintstones car. Yeah. And she loves to, like, get a running start like a goat and then, like, headbutt you. Like, she wants you to, like, run at her and headbutt her. She's crazy. Sounds like our kids have problems. No, she's just a little, little billy goat. But she doesn't headbutt She likes to do a little me. ram battle. Well, okay. she loves to headbutt. She, if you, yes, she does. Have you ever done this one? Why do we have such physical children? Sabrina, all she wants to do is wrestle. We got two fish today. She was very excited. Well, she didn't catch them. No, she no, bought she, them at the yeah, store. Yeah. And, oh, my God, everyone, guess what their names are? Clarita. One is named Goldie, and the other one is named Locks. And, but wait, we got to And I was like, about... which one's Goldie? And she's like, the gold one. And I was like, you're a four-year-old genius. It's hilarious. But the whole thing was so, we'd go to the pet store, and she's like, I want to, she's talked about getting a fish forever, so I bought her this, like, little, like, just the literally the definition of a starter aquarium. It's very small. And I would have been together. so mad if you brought home anything bigger. Sure. We put it together and I'm like, okay, Friday we'll come back. The fish guy will be here. We'll buy these fish. So the fish guy? There's a guy who just he knows about fish, you know, which ones are the good ones to get for the little aquarium. So <laughs> how do you find out who's the fish guy? They told us. They said come back. Dale's the fish the guy. The fish guy will be yeah, here. Dale will be here. The guy I mean listen, this guy that we talked to when we went there Sunday was like Love, super sweet guy, but you could tell he's just sort of like, I was like, hey, what, what fish are good for a small aquarium? And you literally thought I said, can you explain relativity to me? He's like, oh, Did, no. Is he the one who sold you the cedar spray for the fleas? No. It's a that, different pet store? Yeah. The cedar spray, guys, it's great. It's all natural. It's cedar oil, but it's, it, I don't know it if it's working. guys out. By the way, they're na- the experts are now saying that there are fleas in the tree. This is getting out of control. There's an animal living in the tree. That's with the, fleas? That is the food source for the fleas because okay. what you have to eliminate is a food source for fleas. Right. That's the problem. This is almost as bizarre as last year when we had the goo dripping out of the walls that we discovered was honey. What is happening? 
I mean, nothing. We took care of it. And I'll take care of it, please. Why do we live in LA? Anyway, we might as well be living somewhere. As I've said this many times before. Guys, let's move to Montana to, if we have creatures Let's hit Ellie up critters. with this. So we got two topics. We're going to hit her up about Harry Potter, get her on that train, and two, and like read it with passion and excitement. Not like a fine, I'll do it, but like really lean into it. And then I think we should throw her some, too busy reading for the some move here ideas. Because, you know, it's fun to fantasize about where you could live outside of L.A. So, like, let's hear about your spot and how great it is and what you love about it and why it's a great place to raise a family. I'd love to do that as a fun game on, on social media. Maybe, maybe, maybe you tag her in a photo of how beautiful your spot is and say you should live here. Show it to me in the winter. Yeah, that's it. You do have to kind of reveal or at least give us the average temperature in January. Um, anyway, wait, this is, is important. Is there a whole thing? So, so <laughs> no, no, it's important. Uh, <laughs> We're the worst. Yeah. Is there a high end butcher shop? Uh, so oh, anyway, we're planning all we were talking about getting these fish. And yesterday, because Sabrina has been a little bit of a. A toot as far as respect goes. She's been, you know, I'd say less than respectful to her mother lately. We can talk about the family meeting we had last week at the end. But yesterday, Ellie throws in a Sabrina's mind this wrench. She tells Sabrina that the fish she's going to get is a respect fish. Okay, so now you tell how that conversation goes, and then I will tell about the conversation we had in the car today. I said, you're getting a respect fish. And she's like, I'm not getting a respect right. fish. And, and I go, yes. I go, it's not the type of fish. <laughs> it's the symbolism behind the fish. As long as this fish is in our house, you must be respectful to us. And she basically said, go after yourself. <laughs> you know, th- there's a problem with that. There's also a problem with the fact that she said, if I go, we're going to have to get rid of the fish then. And she goes, what are you going to flush it down the toilet? You, that way it'll just go to the ocean. And I was like, that's not how that works. Is that from Finding Nemo? What is that? That's probably from Finding Nemo. Okay. Um, and also, I'm not going to kill it. But that's a good question. She kind of cornered you. What are you going to do with it? I'm going to give it to a child who's respectful of her parents. Sure. Okay, that's a good answer. So anyway, she a lot of pushback on the respect fish. It's not a respect fish. I don't want to respect fish. I'm not getting a respect fish. Pushes back, pushes back. So then today we're in the car and I try to throw it. I try to sneak it in. And I'm like, you know, we're, she's so excited about this fish. And I'm like, it's a lot of responsibility. She's like, I know I'm ready to be responsible for it. Oh my it. God, it was show and tell. And I was like, what are you going to bring in for show and tell? And she's like, the aquarium. And I was like, you're going to bring the actual aquarium? No, I'm going to draw a picture of the aquarium because I'm getting a fish. Couldn't stop talking about it. So excited. I go, it's a lot of responsibility. We're in the car driving to school. She goes, I know I'm ready to be responsible. And then I just go. Yeah, you know, you got to work real hard when you have a respect fish. And I try to just sneak it in. And without missing a beat, she just goes, not a respect fish. (laughs) Not having it. Which I think should lead us to the family meeting, which might be my favorite. Well, yeah, absolutely. And the reason respect is such a big deal, besides the fact that I think my repressed anger is really going to start taking a toll on my health. Um. There is an amazing listener, Maggie, out there. She was in our Mother's Day special, and she has a background in digital marketing. And so I was asking her for some help with the podcast, and she sent me a really great write-up about millennials and that are parents. And one thing 
that I found striking was that millennials, like the number one thing is teaching their kids respect, Mm. that that matters most. I feel like that matters most in most generations. I feel like that mattered most to my Yeah, I agree. I, uh, it's not my number one thing and it should be. It should be. I know. Maybe that's why you're not getting it. I think so. My dad would literally yell at, he would go in his voice, he'd be like, when you, when I'd act like a a a-hole, he'd go, respect and consideration. And he would say, that's what I'm going to learn. And he would say, I don't want you to grow up to be an asshole. Uh, Those were like, that was like the corners. That's what I remember. It was all about respect and consideration. Yeah. But I feel like now it has become important to you. Maybe too late. Well, now that I know all the millennials are doing it. It's cool. And did you know you're a millennial as long as you were born after 82? So I'm a millennial. And you are? Yes. That's crazy. I'm a millennial, everybody. And no big deal. And B D. Um, but I really thought if I treated her with respect, this is gonna get sad. Oh. Play the violin for me. I really thought that if I treated it's her It's mostly with, sad because you thought this, but yeah. If I treated her with respect, that like, yeah, there would be these flare ups and then eventually she'd figure it out <sighs> and she would respect me back because I would be modeling respectful behavior and I would be respecting her and I'd be respecting myself. It's not happening. No, because also I think personally, and this is just one dumb man's opinion, but I think a lot of times when you quote unquote respect a four-year-old, you are disrespecting yourself. Yeah. No, I'm not saying you, I'm saying the royal you. Do you know what I mean? Like it just feels like, I don't know. But I've been really good about like holding my ground lately. Sure. And when other people, when you're not around, a lot of this is for show for you. The holding me around? No. Oh. Just easy peasy if it's just me. Okay. Great. Anyway. Now it's my fault? Yeah, I'm putting it on you. That's fine. I'll take it. Just want to be clear that it was my fault. Back to family meeting. Yeah. So. Eliza's birthday it was, was a really imminent. big thing for her. And I do think that she, and she was not a kid who ever, like when Eliza was born, she never did the like, I don't want this person around anymore. She was nothing, but I love this person. So I think it was a little late in coming. And I think Eliza's birthday for her became a big, like all the attentions on this mm-hmm. person. Well, and birthdays are the biggest thing in the world for Sabrina. They loom large. She talks about birthdays on a daily basis. So the fact that her sister was getting one. Yeah. Yeah. Big deal. So. Sunday was sort of the peak of her challenging behavior. She, like, you know, threw something at you, and she was just being rude and disrespectful to you. Um, And I'm underselling it a little bit because I don't want to use foul language, but she she was really, really a tyrant that day. So Ellie is like, hey, we should have a family meeting tonight, super casual. Sabrina, you can be in charge of it to, like, get her invested. She's, of course, Sabrina's super excited to be in charge of anything. So we have dinner. Sabrina's in charge of the family meeting, which means she gets to decide what we talk about first. Ellie lays out the rules, and we're gonna everyone gets to pick a topic, then we all go around and talk about that topic. Sabrina picks. What, about, what, what do you what are you gonna say about germs? She picks germs because she germs. had just seen a show about germs. Okay. I think it was a curious George where they go down the uh, man with the yellow hat's throat. 
Curious George is in like a little boat. They, all these shows, they're always Inter-space. going into yeah, yeah, yeah. people's bodies. Yeah, it's like a fantastic voyage. Type mm. So, we uh, talk about germs. she wanted to talk about germs. That was great. Which you love to talk about. Love to talk me some germs, especially because Eliza was sick. Um, Eliza, if you're listening to this, we didn't have a first birthday party because you were sick. And because of fleas. And because of fleas. <laughs> so we, but we did have a first birthday party with the family. But again, right. that's just for you and 10 years when you hear this. Yeah. Uh, so we go around, we talk about germs. Yeah. And then it's... We talk about respect then. It's, it's, so, well, then it's mom's turn to pick a topic. Turn. I choose respect. And I say, you know, baby Eliza, she's got this runny nose. Um, she was also teething. By the way, we did find out at her one-year checkup that she is getting two new teeth up top. Right now, she's got two teeth on the bottom. And the top teeth are not the ones you normally get. They are the vampire teeth. Yeah. Iconoclast. And... My pediatrician, she got a real kick out of that um, and said that she would be like Brad Pitt in... Interview the Vampire? Yeah. <laughs> Deep cuts. I love that. Okay, sure. <laughs> You're talking about my one-year-old. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. I don't know. When you reference the young girl who gets the I don't know. I anyway. think Brad Pitt would be my first... Okay. Uh, sure. You know, if you're, if you're going through the filing cabinet of a brain... Got it. Anyway. <laughs> Your so, Brad Pitt comes up real quick. Brad Pitt's right there up top. So in respecting Eliza, I'm going to do a better job of telling Eliza before I wipe her nose. I'm going to give her a heads up. Yeah. Nose. Great. Real kind of subtle. Yeah. Way in. Totally lost on Sabrina. Modeling this yeah. for Sabrina. Trying to, right? trying to model. Totally lost. Sabrina's like, yeah, that's rude. You should definitely not do that. Right. Uh, then we go to me. Mm-hmm. I'm less subtle. So I basically am like... Yeah, respect's a big deal. We don't disrespect our family. It's really important to show respect to our family and friends. We definitely don't hit the people we love. Like, I'm just really basically just saying, like, we don't do the things that you do. Uh, To which Sabrina responds. (coughs) I don't know why I'm being mean when I love a person. I don't either. So why do you think? Mm Mm-mm. said that to me a few times now, so I'm curious if you could share a little more. Okay, now let's just talk about cats. Oh, right. Okay. First two to finish this. I, listen, we can talk about cats, kiddo. But I would like to get a cat. I understand. It was, and then, and then Ellie, I mean, lost it. Like, had to leave the room. She was laughing so hard. It's amazing. And then we said she was crying. I was laughing so hard I was crying. Or she was like, Mom's crying. And you were like, yes, yes. She, well, it's really upset. like, yeah, a it's t- like a, you know, it touches her. Yeah, it's a real, and respect's a big topic for her and. And Ellie's like in the bathroom on the corner, like just. I was dying. Her guffawing. I could not. That Let's kid, talk about cat. This is the problem with her. She knows it too. She's so funny. What am I going to do? I still trust that she'll learn respect. I'm not going to listen. I will put my foot down, and I will draw the line, and I will be the captain of the ship. And everything else we talk about on this podcast, I'm not going to yell at her, and I'm not going to get riled up. 
that's that. Mm-hmm. I feel like you're talk- t- blaming me again or talking to me or about me. I feel like you're modeling something right now. I don't yell. Modeling I'm not a yeller. Modeling is like my new word for manipulating. I use manipulating. a firm voice. Uh, I, I use a very firm voice, but I, I truly believe that. You get riled up. I don't get riled up anymore. Now You're not I, an unruffled person. It's Most of what I do is for show, but I use a firm voice. I don't voice. like that, that it's for show. Okay, then we'll talk about that separately, not on the podcast. But my point is, I don't think your daughter is a girl who responds to like, like the sort of touchy feely, like, you know, let's, let's get into this and kind of understand why you're doing this. I I don't, I just don't think she's there yet. I think she will be someday. And I I don't think we have to talk about why she's doing anything either. But I think that she responded very well last night when we cuddled up together and listened to like a a meditation, really weird meditation. Yeah. And that's beautiful. And that's great. But I think listen, I get that. I sound like a psycho. Sorry. Am I interrupting you? Go ahead. And then I'll talk. I was just saying that I, that is beautiful, and all I'm saying is when she is doing those things, I find for me personally the most effective thing is to say that that is not an acceptable way to act in our family, and I won't tolerate it. And she usually will stop. I like that. I'm just saying that's what that's my go-to. I and say it's, okay. I don't care because what I feel with her is like. You're right. She she does like the drama. So if I get into the caring why she's doing it. It's like throwing gas on her fire. So now I just say, that's unacceptable. I'm not going to tolerate it. Stop it now. That's why I say, I won't let you treat me that way. That's great. Um, Unless you say something really funny, and then I have to run to the bathroom to laugh yeah, and cry. And then it undercuts everything. But I'm really good at hiding the laugh. Yeah. But sometimes you can just tell, oh, my God, this child, that is your fault. I know. She's, a great, she's great. She's great with comedy. Or any of the talent scouts out there looking oh for a God. young, the future of stand-up comedy. <sighs> Might be my daughter. I just got so tired. Yeah. Because it's late on a Friday night. We should get and back it's, in. Oh, it's literally and should, 105 degrees in this podcast studio. We should say goodnight to Agnes, who's been kind enough to take care of our children while we do this podcast. Yeah, that's very kind of her. Uh, okay. Anything right. else? I feel like we said it all. I feel like everybody's caught up in our lives. Are you okay? <laughs> you have emphysema? <laughs> Dude, this room is, I'm getting asthma. Oh, yeah. You know what? Is... Honestly, there might be a mold problem. No, I, I, there's we something wrong get... in this room. I've just realized because I, I am now getting like, I need to hit an inhaler. <laughs> it's got real dark. <laughs> He's not kidding. <laughs> We've been in here for seven hours. <laughs> uh, mm, we're hiding from the children. All right, everybody. Until next week, trust in your goodness. Live out your greatness. <laughs> Rock on, Atomic Moms. I knew it, by the way. I was joking when I did mine. I know. Love you. Respect fish!